Booyah, Grandma. Booyah. Buddies, welcome. This is a podcast where we play through the itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality. My name is Alex Honnett. And my name is Eric Roth. No Taylor. Just Eric Roth, folks. Whoa. Oh, no. Alex, I took a bath, so I'm feeling real relaxed right now. The 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 the, the collar is unbuttoned and the tailor <laughs> is tossed, tossed out the <laughs> damn window. We're not using our damn pen names this episode. All right. The, it's right. a bundle for racial justice and equality was launched in June 2020 during the massive outcry for racial justice following George Floyd's murder by police. It has 1,741 items from 840 plus creators and it raised over $8 million. All proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund as well as the Community Bail Fund. This is episode 41 and we have played 116 of the 1,365 or the 1,365 games in the bundle. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, my friend. Hello, Alex. It's a nice day here in uh, post bath uh, life. Post bath Los Angeles. In post bath Los Angeles. <laughs> you know, we've been sitting unbathed for such a long time. Now we've taken a bath, and everybody's kind of kind of feeling, you know, feeling the excitement of uh, of life. It, before uh, the Delta variant comes crashing down. I know. I saw something today about how uh, they're encouraging folks to wear masks again indoors to yeah. stop the spread of the Delta variant. And I don't like that one bit. I don't want to see any of that news. I am. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm just over it. Yeah. Uh, you playing anything? Any, any yes. Games? We talked about it. I finally started playing Outer Wilds. Oh, oh, my, God, oh my fucking God. Isn't folks. it incredible? It's unbelievable. Uh, Goddamn game. Oh, it's. Have you played more of it today since we talked about? No, I haven't. Okay. I was. I was had to work all day. But I, you know, I, I we've talked about it on the podcast before. But I, there are games that I'll play where I'll hop on my exercise bike. I have a recumbent bike, and I'll just play games, sort of distract myself from just burning some calories and stuff like that. And usually, I'll probably play for about like a half hour to an hour. You know, uh, before yeah. and if I'm like really going, then I won't notice it for like 45 minutes or something like that. I looked up and it had been an hour and a half on this damn bike, and my body was like, "Yo, dude, you're kind of tired right now. You sure you want to keep going?" I was like, "I don't want to stop playing. I don't want this to be over." Uh, it's like so fun to explore. It's a really magical game. It's a magical experience. It's kind of one of those unique, once in a lifetime types of games. Yeah, you gotta play it. If you haven't and you thought about it, I don't know. The Steam sale is going on right now. It may or may not be on sale, but it's not a super expensive game. I think you can get it for like uh, 25 bucks or something like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's worth it. If, if you got it in your library right now and you're like, oh, yeah, I heard that was great and you haven't gotten around to it, what are you doing that's so good? You know? <laughs> Just go play it. Get out there. Go play it. Uh, there's a big itch.io summer sale right now going on. So oh, that's a, cool. Yeah. It's a good time to stop by itch.io. There's a lot of games for sale. Uh, I saw a short hike was on sale. Speaking of like wonderful games that you should oh, yeah. absolutely check out. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of other great ones from the bundle as well. And it's just a wonderful time to support the community. You can buy things and then tip extra. 
and that money will go right to the creator's pocket. So if you feel like feeling generous, this is the perfect time to log on to itch and just poke around and see if there's anything that catches your fancy. Um, it's a fun website to do that on. That sounds rad. Uh, should we talk about this week's episode? Yeah. I mean, this is a really fun one. It's Walid Mansour. He's an amazing actor, comedian, and illustrator uh, who is available for commissions uh, based here in Los Angeles. And he's part of one of my favorite improv groups from my time in Chicago, uh, Wet Bus, which is a wonderful group of folks. Um, uh, I've, I've never really considered that their name is Wet Bus before and what that means exactly, you know? <laughs> well, I guess he's great. He's, he's very great. In the context of like Chicago improv names, Wet Bus is just another weird combination of words. But yeah, it's Wet Bus, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I was on a lot of Wet Buses when I lived in Chicago. You'd come You're in on the rain and the other other guys. Bus. You know what I mean? That was yours. That was yeah. your uh, your big group. Just nonsense. Nonsense words. Uh, the, uh, the cause this week, uh, is room to read, uh, room to read seeks to transform the lives of millions of children in low income communities by focusing on literacy and gender equality in education, working in collaboration with local communities, partner organizations, and governments. They develop literacy skills and a habit of reading among primary school children. Uh, they support girls to complete secondary school with the relevant life skills, to succeed in school and beyond uh we've donated to them if you donate and send proof to bundle buddies podcast at gmail.com we will shout you out on the show super cool very cool alex this is like really fun this is going to be really fun i agree it is a, a very fun episode when i, I i've seen Walid a couple times since we recorded and every time it's like yeah that was really fun I was like, you know what? It was fun, but you know, you don't really think about it. But when I listen to edit, I'm like, oh damn, we're having a really fucking good time. This it was episode. really fun. It was, it really, was fun. really, really fun. Uh, okay. So uh, get ready to have fun when we're having fun. Uh, <laughs> see you on the other the side. The whole podcast experience. See you on the other side. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, well, welcome, Bundle Pals. Not buddies, Bundle Pals. Uh, we have uh, this week, Waleed Mansour. Uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. It's, uh, been, uh, it's been a fun week playing a lot of games. Yeah, seriously. Now, now imagine this times one billion, and that's yeah. our freaking lives. <laughs> yeah, it's just a tapestry of games woven into the past year that, that every week indifferentiable from one another. Just to see, we've been swimming in a sea of games. <laughs> How? What's the uh, what's the overall like good versus bad ratio? Oh man, that's like a. I'd say it's like it's it's an interesting question. Probably like twenty five percent good, and then like 25 percent <laughs> like really bad, and then like fifty yeah. percent. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like yeah, normal, <laughs> like a normal bell curve. Yeah, <laughs> like like yeah. normal games. Yes. <laughs> That's my ratio for deviation. just about. That's my ratio for just about everything in life. When I would yeah. like see auditions, it's like twenty five percent people that we gotta get in the theater. Fifty percent, yeah, they could do it. And then twenty five percent, like, I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> they're fooling their dancing. Oh, well, Lee, thanks. Uh, thanks for for joining us. This is a a podcast about video games, <laughs> and we like to talk about mm. video games. Um, Love video do games. You, uh, why don't you tell us about an early first gaming memory do you have anything like that oh my god early first gaming i remember when my dad came home with a playstation one oh, sick and it was really strange i remember so many of my friends 
had experiences of opening N64s on Christmas and like opening GameCubes on Christmas, like really holiday memories. But I don't know why, but all the consoles that we got, my random, my dad would randomly just get us. <laughs> just, which is also strange because all of my friends that got the gifts would have like a drawer of uh-huh. games. Yeah. And I, I think by the end of like, by the time we got a PS2, I think we maybe had five PS2 oh, games. Oh, man. Like, we were... My stock of games was so limited. What, um, but what were they? That, what, what were those those five games? Yeah, if you, get, if you got five games, you got to, okay. you know... If that's I have five like... games, they are um, Crash Bandicoot oh, nice. 2. <laughs> uh, which is one of the games that we played the most. Uh, and then we had this sports game called, like, 2X Sports, something like that. But we, I don't think we ever understood any of the controls. I mean, we were also six or seven years old, so yeah. like, we didn't understand any of the controls. And then CTR was a big one, which is Crash oh, Team Racing. Oh, man. Which that is, game oh, wow. ruled. It ruled. It ruled. And I do own it on the Nintendo Switch oh. now. I absolutely that own had it the, now. Because they, so like, redid the it The commercial Switch. had Crash Bandicoot saying, Booyah, Grandma. Booyah. <laughs> and like i that's you know the meme what? you know the meme like this this you know this cultural thing lives rent free in my head right that like you know just like mm-hmm. that is the thing that lives rent free in my head just because my brother and i yeah after seeing that commercial like that was just one of those things that we said for the rest of our you know childhood <laughs> just like booyah grandma oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it was it like a situation where like the the weird like I I have like this image in my head I don't know if I've seen this commercial but it's like a fish eyed lens like nineties oh, right. like from like very close like shaking her finger like finger in your face and that's it's, the like, fresh of LA yeah be up playing video games all night yeah exactly I am thinking of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air one hundred percent and said uh, mom got scared and said booyah grandma crash team racing i mean i i um, would absolutely watch crash bandicoot live in bel-air <laughs> i mean crash bandicoot is sort of like the will smith of video games. He, he's got that vibe you know he's fun he's mm-hmm. goofy he's not yeah. uh he rides on uh-huh. polar bear yeah 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 Mario. Okay, like, what sitcom character is Mario? Mario's like. <laughs> Luigi as Kramer makes so much sense. Luigi for sure is Kramer. Uh, Peach is Elaine then, and then uh-huh. what? Like, uh, and then George is Bowser. George is Bowser. That's great. Oh man, Crash Crash Team Racing was like a game that. It, it it was like you know very much a response to that like Mario Kart, right? Mario Kart for sure. Right, right. What's the differentiator? What, what's the differentiator? It's... So like you got Mario Kart and like Diddy Kong Racing, those games, and those are like essentially Diddy Kong Racing is like Mario Kart, but also there's like, airplanes and like <laughs> yeah, sort of weird. I mean, the differentiator is, is it's Sony. Yeah, I mean, that's like the big <laughs> yeah. differentiator. Whoa, uh, there we go. <laughs> We're rocking but... and rolling. When I play, I actually still prefer Crash Team Racing. And mm. it's definitely, I mean, I totally am biased because I grew up with it. Right. Uh, but I own both of them still. And I will go, just go back to Crash Team Racing for whatever reason. It also has an adventure mode mm. where you're completing like tasks where you have to like collect things and you have to beat, you have to like 
have time uh, trials and different things it's like kinda that. It's kind of like so, the like the Tony Hawk sort of gameplay. Yeah. yeah just sort of like yeah. here's this like place mm-hmm. for you to drive around and like do stuff. That I I, I don't know yeah. that people make that type of a like level anymore. I, like you know what I mean like that seems mm-hmm. very much of that moment. Now things are like sandboxy, right? Like if you're if you're going to like mm-hmm. I could see honestly like a sandboxy crash team racer like give me that so did it did it work where it was like you would be going through the race levels in adventure mode to do this sort of thing or was it sort of like like a more sandboxy like you're like sort of plopped down in the specific world and have to drive around to, and like you know so there are some things. levels where you would uh they they were completely fresh new levels where it wasn't a track and you would oh. have to go around and collect like the letter ctr yeah. or you would have to go collect different things and then there are other levels where it's just the race it's the regular race track right. except while you're racing you have to complete a task and you have to come in first oh man that uh, so it's just like unique and it was a racing game that i had fun playing by myself mm. where my sisters would play with me too but it was a racing game where you could play by yourself. Mario Kart feels like if you're not playing with other people, it's mm. not fun. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah. Personally, I don't have a good time just like going through a tournament like by myself against <laughs> yeah. a bunch of AIs. I have that. I have that like general feeling. I think with racing games, I'm trying to think of like what my favorite race. Oh, did you guys ever play Road Rash? That was my. That game was cool because you were on motorcycles. And you could kick each other oh. off of motorcycles. So it had this like, yeah, oh, that's fun. that I, which I guess, you know, I guess crash and, uh, and Mario Kart have like a little bit of a combat element to them, but I think in uh-huh. general, yeah. like racing games, I get that, uh, that feeling, right. Where it's either like, if I'm not playing against my friends immediately here, then like mm-hmm. either you're kind of in first and you just sort of have to stay in first the entire time, which is like a little bit boring right. or you're in last yeah. and you're just going to kind of fight with whoever is in second to last place to, to like not be in last place. And like, that is also <laughs> a little bit dissatisfying too. Cause you're like, I am really just sort of like <laughs> scraping the bottom of the you barrel. Know what's so, you know, what's so funny is like when we're, when we start talking about this, I'm like, yeah, you guys are right. Talk <laughs> racing games. And then, <laughs> I was thinking back to like, you know, I played Mario Kart by myself, so Mario 64 specifically, mm-hmm. Mario Kart 64 specifically so much. Like, and I, I think back, I'm like, why did I do that if I hate these games? And I came to the realization, <laughs> I think playing Mario Kart in the tournament by yourself, at least when I was, you know, 12 or something like that or 10 was really a fun thing to do. And I'm like, wow, maybe I should pick up mario kart again and give it a try you know like maybe i do like this kind of thing a little bit more if i'm gonna play a racing game by myself the one that i think i went to the most is like a need for speed Mm, where you're real cars where you're doing the racing you're also like driving around the city and uh, unlocking you're making your car cooler and getting new spoilers and new paint jobs and things like that uh the game yeah. San Francisco Rush was a game I would play. Ooh. That that's like a they court it's like real cars but also like man, you, the whole point is like to do like crazy stunts to them and like fly all over the place and stuff like that. And crazy like stunts a, is fun. Yeah, crazy stunts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Crazy Were stunts. Were you anytime fun. you're like destroying a real car in a yeah. game, it's a blast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Absolutely. so much fun. 
But then you got like, you know, Gran Turismo, which is like the idea is we're going to make this as photorealistic as possible to play a racing, you know, to, to, for like the, the real gearheads out there, which yeah. I, guys, I don't know if you know this about me. <laughs> not a gearhead. I, gear <laughs> I, I realized, so I got, when I bought my Xbox One, it came with like four, Forza 5 motors, whatever that series is. Um, and that's like a very realistic car game. And I was playing. I was like, "Oh, this will be fun." And then I was like, "Oh, I actually don't like these games. These are not very fun." It's like, "All right, it's time to change the oil." <laughs> yeah, there were like some. I remember like arcade. There was there was a minute where like the arcade games, like the racing arcade games, really tried to like push realism and like. It was like you had like mm-hmm. stick shifts and like had to do gear shifting sort of yes. stuff, and yeah. I was like, it, 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 "This is too, this is too real." Like I kind of just want a like acceleration button and a brake button. I don't know how to do like automatic. I don't For know sure. how to drive. Like, yeah, my cousin, my cousin would always in re- in like uh, console racing games would always do manual. <laughs> Would How? always do manual I just, gear like, shift. That's, in- that's wild. Insane. That's truly insane. I like <laughs> the, it sounds stressful as fuck. Yeah, and I get that you can go a little mm, bit faster. Yeah. I get that, but there's no way it's <laughs> worth it. Would you well, I mean well, well that's the question is like would he beat you? Like it, well, he, he was these gifts seven years I mean, older than me so and yeah. and is like already shifting man, you know, that's <laughs> yeah, how dedicated he, he is. He learned how to shift <laughs> manually. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. uh, so so, so where did you go from uh playstation one what what was the what happened next oh from ps from ps1 nice. to ps2 loved yeah was, uh i mean the journey has been ps1 ps2 xbox 360 xbox one I, that's wow. my journey too what's next? <laughs> that's what you're what you and i are on the same trajectory there it it's not common but because i feel like what a lot of people's i would say the general i I think this is i wonder what the general thing is i'm gonna say the average person around our age their journey was n64 Uh. xbox or ps2 that's pretty Mm -hmm. 50 50 and then xbox 360 to like a ps4 i i feel like that's the and i think that that's probably the correct way to do it like i think in a lot of ways playstation like I'm somebody who has an Xbox now and I keep getting locked into mm-hmm. Xbox because I've subscribed to Xbox gold and I'll just get like an email once a year. That's like, you've renewed your subscription for a year. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm, I have to do this like Xbox thing for another year at least, but like PlayStation seems to have like good, like the good strange stuff. Like I could probably play everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know now. Now Xbox is trying to like, you know, yeah. I mean, with the with the Game Pass thing, that's gonna be really interesting because I I just started. Uh, I just got a PC, um, mm. and the Xbox Game Pass is like a fucking game yeah. changer. It's like yeah. you pay like X amount a month, and then you just get access to so much cool shit all the time. Like it, it's it's almost like you're losing money i mean i have that and i'm only playing rocket league <laughs> it's like didn't need dude i've been playing yeah. rocket league like crazy. oh, oh my god not, not another one of these we're fucking episodes. gonna talk about anything else no, no. <laughs> i refuse i refuse i refuse Honey, you don't like rocket league 
it's not that I don't like it. I like it fine, but I do. I'm not completely addicted to it. Oh like my god. My okay. All right. Think about like you are. It's, it's so, right, a, no, you know what? This is not a rocket wait, league podcast. No, you know what happened? You like, know what happened expect- yesterday? Alex and I were driving. Uh, we went to get tacos, and <laughs> it was so incredible. Funny. So we're driving down this like very long hill, and this old lady is uh unloading her car and and has this soccer ball which uh you know it's probably for like her grandson or something and she drops it and the ball starts rolling and this ball is gonna roll for about a half a mile into like onto alvarado right like she's gonna lose this ball yeah yeah, this there's no uh, way she can, she is moving so slowly. Like she just looks at it and is like, it's, right, <laughs> like it's in the middle of the street. <laughs> We're like, we gotta that. get this ball. Hanit starts driving. You know, he drives up past it. I jump out of the car, grab the ball, and I was like, I've been preparing for this for an entire year. <laughs> oh my god, we just played real life Rocket League. <laughs> It's incredible. It would have been really funny if we just like <laughs> just drove it over your car. <laughs> Tried desperately to hit the ball with the car. Like, I, you know. Oh man, I yeah, I don't know how how much. Where where are you? Like, are you? What's your what's your ranking right now? Or where do you kind of hover around? I average between like gold two and Word. gold three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. gold three, yeah. platinum one, I, and you know it, it depends. I think on like how how high or drunk what, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. like oh, I'm playing like dog shit today. <laughs> I mean, I I play play high pretty consistently, but I also play with uh, so a couple of the guys I do Dungeons and Dragons with. We play Rocket League. We've actually probably been playing Rocket League more than we play mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons lately. Uh, and that is so much fun to play with yeah. people. That is something. I mean, if you're talking about like my childhood experience, we had dial-up and we had not good internet. Like my entire time, I lived at home, mm. so I never played with people yeah. online. It just mm. was not feasible. Uh, so it's been really fun playing with friends online more. Recently. Yeah, I, it's a thing that I'm kind of new to to. And what I really like about it is that you kind of like at this point now you kind of know where you sort of stand compared to everybody that plays the game for the most part right like whereas whereas it used to be you know when we were kids it was like i know i'm better than adam at this game and i know i'm worse than Mm -hmm. you know like philip right like and it's just like you know, mm-hmm. like, but if like Adam fucking like corners me in Goldeneye and shoots me, I'm gonna be pissed off because like he's <laughs> supposed to be my git. And and you like you get this sort of like sense of like I'm good at this thing. And now it's like, no, you actually kind of have to like, you know, you're gonna play at whatever skill level you you want to play at, right? But like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of where you compare to everybody else. And what I like about Rocket League, yeah. <laughs> specific, and then we'll move on, on it, uh, is that like. Is, is that the skill ceiling is so high, right? And so when you watch people yeah. do things, you're like, I want to learn how to do that. I want to learn how to, like, air dribble off the wall and try to, like, right. dunk it, you know? I, and so that's I think that that's yeah. really cool because you're kind of, like, a lot, like, evolving along with, like, a huge subset of people. And to me that that's, that's like 
a new and exciting and like very rad thing that to me the new the newest and most exciting thing about rocket league and similar games is the cross gotta be the hat gotta be the hat hat. sorry i hate to interrupt i hate to interrupt please make make an actual point sorry uh is the cross-platform play. I think as mm. somebody that always felt like I was on the wrong system <laughs> growing up, it's cross-platform play has been a game-changer just because you don't ha- all have to have the exact same system. That's yeah. huge. You can play online with like all your friends and not worry about it. I feel like Overwatch is probably the first thing mm. that I was like, oh, you can do that playing that game. Mm. Uh, but that's very cool about Rocket League. And it, it you, being free yeah. is always nice, too. Do you still play Overwatch? Uh no, because it's on my Xbox and I have yeah. not been paying for mm. Xbox Live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. I got back into Overwatch on the Switch. I was really into it on PS4 Ooh. and then got it on the Switch and I've been enjoying that because the Switch uh community that's playing Overwatch is not nearly as serious as <laughs> any of the others, you know. So it's very That can fun. be nice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just like it's casual. I play this with my friends from college from time to time. We have a good time. Mm-hmm. I've yet to meet someone else I can talk to about. Everyone's always rocket league with Eric. Eric, we should really put together a fucking a tournament of like all the people you like oh, geeked out about rocket dude, league. Dude, a bundle buddies rocket league tournament. I'm in. Yeah, I'm 100 percent in. I'm all right, I'll, I'm totally I'll do I'll do commentary like by myself <laughs> on the thing. It'll be perfect. Okay, so I guess we got some fucking cars and they're hitting a soccer ball. Over. Pretty cool. Um. When when you guys were when you were talking guys were talking earlier about like the PS to like Xbox Switch yeah. or something like that, I had this like webcomic in my mind of like both of you guys like walking away down the hall from like the PS logo, like mm-hmm. looking behind you like over like a leather jacket, like tear down your eye or something like that, and the PS is crying <laughs> too or something towards Xbox down the hall. Was there a specific reason why you, you went over like to to the, the Xbox nation? Oh, for sure, because everybody else had it. When I had a when I had a PlayStation Two, I felt left out. I felt mm-hmm. like almost everybody had an Xbox. And then once that PS3 came out, I don't remember anybody having a PS3. Mm-hmm. So everybody had a 360. Uh, so I for sure got that. And then I think I got an Xbox One really early on, like mm-hmm. within a couple months of the release. So I did not realize how big PS4 would be. <laughs> I think in hindsight, I would have gotten a PS4. I mean, it is to me. It seems like everybody I know who plays has like an Xbox or has a PS4. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I still have mine. I haven't even played it in a long time, but I still have it sort of hooked up to my TV. Yeah, you lend it to me. I do. Do you want? You could borrow it if you wanted. Sure. Can I come over right now? All right. (laughs) Yes. I think what's next We're in the is of recording a podcast, Eric. So I can't remember if I already weird. said this, but I I feel like what's next is PS5 for me. Oh, I yeah. think that's what I'll be getting next. Yeah, yeah. It seems like that's the that's the one to get. Although you know, I gotta say, guys, you know, who knows about like what it's going to be or anything like that. But I this gaming PC fucking rules. It's so much fun. That the gaming PC as a concept is making me not think not even think about getting an xbox one exactly. it's like why would i get an xbox one right. x or what is it xbox yeah, series no, x? X? Yeah, yeah 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 
It's like, why would I get an Xbox Series X when I could just buy a PC, which might be the next thing I want to buy anyway? Yeah, I I, I really love it so far. I mean, I, I was doing a little bit of research, obviously right now, and who knows if it's ever going to be normal again, but like, if you're going to buy like a graphics card right now, it's it's pretty much impossible to get like one that's reasonably priced. So if you're thinking about doing a gaming PC, I would either like wait a year or just buy a pre-built one that you can just mm. you know have and then upgrade if you need to down the road or maybe like scavenge for some parts or something like that. i got a dell from costco that i, I really really like um <laughs> i got a good price on it and was just like okay i'll you know i'll rock and roll off this thing and it's been fucking great but i can literally play anything like it's, it's that's wild. so nice yeah i was going back through my steam library and there's like stuff that i would buy like humble bundles or something like that where i'm like oh it's like eight bucks and you you get 300 games cool i'll mm-hmm. just like do this and now I can play all those games that I bought forever ago <laughs> because there were like two Mac games that I was interested in or something like that. It's great. Uh, do you have a like, do you have like an all time favorite game? Like, boom, hands down, this is this is the one. Yeah, man, um, I usually I, okay. I have two. I don't think I could I could put it onto two. One of them is Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. Very Uh, fun. Yeah, I just, I mean, the setting is incredible, but the story itself is on another level. And uh, I wish every game had writing as good as that. Did you play the the new Red Dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which I I also loved it. I also love it. But there's something about John as a character uh, that just him and his son and his wife you know it's it's just so compelling uh and it's a little yeah, bit more it's like figure. a little more reined in than than like the the sort totally. of like super wide world of red dead uh what's your other game Portal. oh my oh, baby. god oh baby. Well, oh, my you're god. like you Portal are two. we're on the exact same wavelength like I'm just like holy like, shit! Really game because we do some we do some of these podcasts game. and people are like, oh Zelda and Haunted and the, you know Zelda fans go off and talk about fucking Zelda for forever and I'm like I never really played it I didn't you know I didn't have these things Portal Two holy shit what a game Portal Two is if I could make if I could take a game and make it into a movie I think it would be Portal Two. <laughs> Or, or just the Portal series in general. I mean, St- Stephen Merchant in that game Ugh. is incredible. It's a game that it's a puzzle game in which I actively was like laughing uh-huh. out loud while I'm <laughs> playing this game. Uh, I've replayed it probably three or four times. The co-op mode is one of my favorite co-op things that yeah. exists. Uh, yeah, it's so so that good. like I love puzzles. I, I do too, and so and you know, it's like sometimes you're like you play a puzzle game. And you encounter something that's like difficult and you're like, you know what? That's it. I'm moving on. Right. You know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. never had that mm-hmm. experience in Portal 2. Like anytime I got to a part that was like difficult, the game is just so fun to play. You know, you know what I mean? Like where it's like, yeah. even if I did absolutely nothing that entire game, I would be having fun because creating these portals and fucking with like my concept of space is just so delightful. Like I I'm just happy to run around in that place. So anytime there was like, you know, there would be times where you're like stuck for like a half an hour, an hour on a level, but you're like delighted to continue to explore. And I don't, Mm -hmm. and then like 
the co-op was like it it was like somehow they made also like a new game like yeah it's a completely it feels totally fresh and totally new yeah Screaming in Eric's ear. <laughs> uh, All right. We played three freaking games this week, the same as it ever was. Flux, Starseed Pilgrim, and Chukin Sausig Walk the Plank. Let's start with Flux. Um, by Mars Ashton, a 2D rhythm, futuristic, minimalist, retro, sci-fi, cyberpunk game. Mm-hmm. Flux presents a variety of limited difficulty experiences, interactive fiction with a series of mini games that challenge you to type, hack and slash, organize, or fidget to earn credits and purchase numerous cosmetic items, hairstyles, helmets, outfits, and upgrades. Designed to allow players to alternate between chill and Twitch-based game modes, the game provides players with a number of activities to engage with that offer zero consequences. Flux and chill. And indeed, I did flux and chill. Yeah. It's a, this is cool. Sure. It's a cool little game. It is, yeah, it's sort of... Um, I mean, it's pretty, right? Like, you're walking around really in this pretty. pretty, you know, pink kind of, uh, uh, you know, like you know 80s ish sort of color scheme right that like Mm -hmm. neon sort of color scheme and you're in this dystopian society and uh you know it kind of like unfolds this dystopian world in a in a very um you know like not heavy-handed sort of way and it is funny that like in the description (laughs) they say what like low was the consequence. zero consequence? No, yeah. Does they low or no? <laughs> yeah, because uh, in a game that offers zero. It, yeah, zero. Con- <laughs> I felt zero consequences. Yes, throughout. I yes, also felt same. zero consequences. <laughs> it was just sort of like you were like getting texts from like your boss or whatever. He was like, "Hey, can you deliver a package?" And you can kind of just choose whether or not you want to deliver a package, which I think is this funny. is this is my main question for this game. How long did you play your first mini game before you realized that you just had to leave whenever you wanted? A to? pretty long time. Yeah, uh, yeah, completely me too. I was like playing for about five minutes. I was like, wow, it really seems like nothing is happening. Just like racking up the the like money yeah, or whatever. Money. Yeah, it was funny too because I think like I checked. You know, it was like the one of the first things you can do is like change your hair color or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like you start with like a hundred credits Z's. I don't know what the Z stands for. And then yeah. it was like, it was like, ah, no, like a pink hairstyle is 150 credits. I was like, oh, damn, you know, that might take me a while. And then, like, suddenly I had like 4,000 credits from <laughs> <laughs> playing, like, you I'm know, like, keyboard DDR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a keyboard DDR. Sometimes it felt like, uh, some of the mini games were very much just like, am I in a typing class mm-hmm. right now? That was exactly what I was like. I, at first, I was like, is this like a cool typing? Pro- is this like <laughs> Mavis Beacon for like, you know, the cyberpunk generation kind of a thing is w- what I was feeling. I was actually kind of bummed that it wasn't that. Like, I think that's what this should be. Is like, I If they would you know, fully lean into that, I completely. totally agree. I think that would be... It would be so much fun as a student playing this Completely. game. Oh, like, yeah. You know what? Like, it's, it feels my biggest, if, if, like, I thought this game was really cool and there was a lot to really enjoy in it. And, like, but at the end of the day, I'm kind of like, and this might be true for a lot of the games. So it's sort of like, what's the point of this game? You know, right. it's like cool and chill and interesting. It's no consequences, no story. So it's really mm-hmm. just, if you're vibing off of it, then that's perfect. Like, that's all it asks you to do is like, it's, you can if you vibe off it great if you don't hey zero consequences bro like yeah 
go play something else. But I do think that so much work made in, went into making this thing cool and sound good. There's great music. Like the mm -hmm. art is gorgeous. Like, you know, like make it a, t a like touch type. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It, absolutely. Yeah. It, it totally was just, I mean, the ones where you're pressing words or whether you're like typing in yeah. random letters. Uh, I, I think it could be a very good version of a typing class game. Yeah. I, there's like a little bit of a, um, I, maybe like indecision on the game creators and uh, as to like what this game is, right? Like, it's just sort of like, right. choose what mini game you want to play. And it's, and like the like sword fighting one, when you're like fighting gremlins, I was excited for that, but then it didn't end up like really grasping my attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, yeah. it seemed like a lot of, um, you know, ideas for games or genres of, games but but it, i think it would have been really cool for them to commit to one and and commit to really making one um satisfying and yeah like give us an ending to these mini mm -hmm. you know like they don't um i'm curious what you work towards or if there is anything exactly, you are working yeah. towards yeah yeah it's, it's just sort of it's aesthetics sort of, you're uncovering some like aspects of a story but not really that yeah. much There's, like, did you guys mistakes. explore did you guys explore the full world, like the four or five locations that there were? I went sky no, fishing, which was very, very I silly. Did sky, I went sky fishing. <laughs> sky fishing was I funny because you're like you like toss the thing over, and then like a little graphic of a fish just slowly floats up to your hook, and you're like x x x x x x. You just gotta press x. You caught a fish. <laughs> oh wow, that's so fun. That's like that sort of like trope of like cyber sci-fi of like. You know, we're gonna go space car drive. You know what I mean? Like just adding, like we're not. It's not fishing. It's sky. Fishing. Yeah, because they're sky Cause fish. Yeah. I will say the world outside of my home felt irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Did what are I, what are some of the other places locations that you checked out? There was like a bar. There was like oh, a yeah. seedy underpass. <laughs> At one point, but I went and I, I talked to every single person. I gave them a little chat uh -huh. and then I went back and I like slept at home and then I went back out and everything was the exact same. And yeah. I had, and then I tried to talk to people and it was the same conversations. I'm like, okay, so there isn't, they didn't really build this world. This game is about the mini games and yeah. I should just stick to that. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, like I didn't play, you know, at, at some point I was like, oh, I kind of got this. You know, the music is cool. The vibe is cool. It like looks mm -hmm. cool. And I didn't continue. If it is an interactive narrative, I I didn't get to see, you know, the full the full picture of that story. Right. Um, right. I know that like, you know, there was some weird kind of like terrorist attack sort of stuff going on. Your girlfriend is kind of like working. You know, like the news was talking about like an attack. Yeah. Yeah. I, and so I don't, you know, it'd be cool to see. I What I do appreciate about that is it didn't hit you over the head with narrative in a, in an excessive way. And I feel like we've played a lot of games in this bundle that are interactive narratives right, yeah. and that are really pushing story onto you mm -hmm. in a way that is like, okay, I get that there's a story here, but like this one, I kind of like, like, I do enjoy that. Like, it's like, there's a world building thing. There's a world out there. 
and that's kind of enough for you to know, right? It's like, I don't know, somebody's like following you or whatever and setting up traps. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not, I'm not really sure what is going on, but I do like that they didn't, uh, they didn't shove it down our throats. Yes, that's fair. I, you had to engage with stuff to explore. Right. Like it didn't force you to engage with the news or engage with like any of the little things. Like the game, <laughs> within the game, there's a game that you could play at home on the TV oh yeah that like x thing (laughs) it was just it's just a bar that went back and forth and you pressed control when it got in the middle Uh it's like you didn't even have to play that and it's just part of the part of the world it's funny yeah it was just like all right now stop playing yeah i do like that the game was like hey you can just decide when you're not when you're done with this mini game (laughs) i know there's something interesting about that specifically and that, that and that's kind of what i mean is like What's weird to me about this game is that, like, so much work went into making it pretty and to making, like, interacting with it, like, so satisfying and fun and cool. And you're like, okay, all right, this is awesome. Let's mm-hmm. let's do it. And it's like, okay, there's not a lot, like, a, there's a lot to do, but none of it really means anything. Nothing yeah. means anything. Which you can get new like, clothes. Yeah, but but like I I think that's actually a very valid thing to do, and our brains are so broken by like so many of the games we play where it's like we need it to like mean more to have these things. It's like no, this is just a cool cyberpunk world that you can go chill on and do stuff. Um, and to me, it almost is like a cool proof of concept, both for how talented this person is, and also you know kind of introduces a different kind of game that can exist out there. You know, yeah. like we're we're saying we're so fucking story poisoned and narrative poison that we need that we're desperate for it but you know how much how much of that actually exists in real life for us like not not yeah, you know yeah but there's a difference between story and goals yes, and to me certainly. i i think it needs to have goals too right or at least a goal besides getting new clothes <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, you know, what's motivating you to go up every day? It's to get some new clothes. New clothes. You know? And it I is mean, new clothes. <laughs> we're looking behind you at your, you know, little for the listener, Willie's closet is behind him right now. And I'm seeing some pretty fresh clothes. So <laughs> I'm not really some sure. Clothes. This is true. This right is true. <laughs> but when I go to a game, I want to escape that world. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get to our final thoughts on yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. We'll give uh, like a, a little bit of final thoughts and then say whether or not we're a pass or a play mm-hmm. on it. You want to go first? Um, yeah, sure. I, I think, like, this is a cool game. There's a lot to love about it. The art is gorgeous. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. As Like like I said, as a proof of concept for, like, both a different kind of game and also to, to show you how talented this designer and dev is. Like, this is a really impressive piece of software. Um, having said that, like, you know, so we play, I've played a lot of games this past year, and usually I need something to hook me um, pretty quickly to, to be, to get excited about a game specifically. So while I can see how much talent went into this, uh, it didn't, it didn't hook me in any serious way. I, I didn't feel compelled to keep on exploring or, or to do very much. I sort of had that question of like, okay, that's cool, but what's the point? So while I do. I don't think this is bad by any means, and if what we've talked about sounds interesting, you should definitely check it out. I'm a I'm a personal pass on this one. Um, uh, but Mars Ashton, damn, you can uh, you you are a good pixel artist. <laughs> yeah, like, this was really really pretty. Um, uh, Willie, what do you think? I agree that the world is very cool, and when I went out to explore, I was really hoping for more. 
uh, I was hoping for some sort sort of story element, uh, and it not being there kind of made me a little bit of a pass. But the biggest issue for me is the mini games not really developing into anything particularly special, uh, and the fact that they <laughs> the fact that you could just quit out of these mini games. I mean, I wish <laughs> I I I'm so curious how long I played this thing without realizing that I just had to exit out of it. It is that to me is a pretty vital flaw of yeah. this game. Yeah. You, you gotta tell me like fucking morning. You're just like what yeah. what how long have I been playing? Because this the the issue is the issue. Here's the issue. And let me sum up the issue. The game isn't like, hey, go out for a little drive and have a, have a lot of fun and then come back home whenever you're done. You're making a delivery. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you are making a delivery. And you could just quit out of it whenever you can. Like, that is not a thing. There has to be a destination. If the premise is deliveries, give me a destination to go. Give me a place to stop at. So the first time I quit out of it, I assumed I was just like, oh, I must have just not cared enough. And I just quit out of it. And then you get a little text blurb that's like, congratulations, you did the delivery. And and then a little story thing. I'm like, okay, all right. Now I see what you're doing. So to sum it up, pass. Uh um for me i think that the uh the aesthetic and the the music and the general tone of the game is is worth checking out knowing that like because i agree with you guys there are this game has like these flaws in some ways it's not a fully realized game but if you go into it and go like okay i'm gonna just sort of like check out this world and maybe there's a narrative that does unfold that like we didn't really yeah maybe we just missed a chance to to Mm -hmm. get to and you know like which is like you know we we didn't get a chance to get to it but maybe that narrative unfolds and it's kind of cool i think that this game is worth you know like you can spend like five to ten minutes in this game and like have you know a good time get some get some experience like it's just like it looks cool enough that that's that's gonna get a play from me even though even though most of the time i want a a game that like is gonna give me more interesting choices more interesting gameplay and i do think that instead of this kind of like swatch swatch of like mini games if they had just sort of like spent some time on really figuring out like what it was that you were yeah, like done done a little bit more of these like directional sort of uh yeah, goal been a little bit more goal oriented and specific mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. gameplay. I, I you know, I think a lot of time went into like the design and the aesthetic and and ways that you could like level yourself up, but the, you know, I, I there there's there's a few, you know, different choices that could have been made uh that would have made this like 100% a play. I think I'm just going to give it a play because it like looks cool. It sounds cool. Yeah. Like take a bath, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, it's a bath game. It, oh, like, it kind of is a bath game, right? You, yeah, you take a bath, bath you get out, you chill, you vibe, chill. vibe to some EDM and, you know, drive around and type Equinox a bunch of times. Well, <laughs> and that's my question, you know, just pivot to full on typing game and make the, <laughs> the slashing levels, the rewards when you finish the missions and make mm-hmm. the deliveries. And then it culminates in the big battle in space, you know, and you're upgrading the things with more typing skills and you're mm-hmm. able to do stuff. It's going to be great. We're going to have a blast. Guys. I'd be on board. 
Um, all right. Next up, Starseed Pilgrim by Droken. D-R-O-Q-E-N. A symphonic exploration gardening platformer. Description. Starseed Pilgrim is a game about tending a symphonic garden, exploring space, and embracing faith. You're a gardener tending to an empty noise and space garden an empty space to fill them both with color. You are a refugee building your own world away from the spreading darkness. You are an explorer discovering new places, new rules, and new fascinations. The universe is bigger than you know. Um, this is a weird little game. It's kind of cool. There, I mean, oh. I uh, had the feeling playing this game of like, okay, I started it and was like, I don't get this at all. And mm -hmm. then fucking around a little bit i started to understand new things about how the game works and what you're supposed to do and i never really got far enough to really get a, a ton out of it but i got far enough to be like well there's more going on here than i originally thought and it's not like a frustratingly broken game there's just it's not holding your hand at all um so i'm curious <laughs> what your guys experience was yeah it's really not holding your hand so you're no. it's like the stick figure kind of game uh and then you've got these blocks and uh you can dig through the blocks you can jump and then you can plant like seeds and those grow new blocks, new blocks. yeah I don't know what else there is. I couldn't I, I couldn't really get any farther than that experience right there. Okay. So I will say uh, and I'm gonna <laughs> I watched I, I YouTubed it. Okay. I'd be like Smart. I had to be like, what am I always I, I always forget to do this. what am I supposed to be doing here? I and I YouTubed it for about two minutes and I said, Oh, okay. There's other so you start at one platform. There are a bunch of other platforms throughout that main hub. Okay. And the goal is to get to the different platforms by collecting. So you like go into this. Basically, there's a platform that you start at. And then you enter a door, essentially. And you go to a world where you start collecting seeds. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And then you can come back to that main hub oh. and then you can use the seeds that you collected to get from one platform to another platform okay how, how do you get from the nebulous like the the dark world back to the main world because that was my big question yeah so what you have to do is <laughs> if you did you see like the black boxes with the star in them yes so if you cut if you connect if you create enough c uh like blocks that you uh -huh. connect those black stars back to the main where you start essentially yeah they work as keys so you go to the star you collect a key and then you work your way back and then there's uh -huh. a door at the very bottom of With the where key. you like yeah have entered where you had started planting yeah and at the bottom of it there's a door back to that main hub and then you come back with the seeds that you collected and now you're using those seeds to go to other worlds <laughs> i loved this game <laughs> once i figured this out yeah to the totally. point where I think I found all the platforms in the main hub because it ends up being like a Pac-Man thing where you like start going up and down to different hubs. And then once you get far enough to the left or far enough to the right, you go back. You're basically back where you started. I'm so fascinated by this because my experience of the game was like, don't know what I'm doing. This looks kind of cool. Is there are no descriptions at all. So they, there's like, and that's the like, whole point. That's what the guy on the, like the game page, the guy's mm -hmm. like, I don't really want to say anything about it. So I guess just go for it. And like, hopefully you figure it out. <laughs> and it was, it was so, it's so fascinatingly because like I had just sort of started to scratch the surface and probably played for like 30 minutes 
just constantly dying in the dark world because I didn't understand mm. how to get back mm -hmm. to it. It was like, there's something else here that I'm not getting. I don't understand what it is. Um, and yeah, because basically, that was, it. That was uh, it. Yeah, what's happening is there's like a virus or a plague approaching, like spreading throughout the blocks. And as soon mm -hmm. as it touches you, the whole world inverts and you have mm -hmm. to now get back to the main hub. Uh, mm -hmm. But if you don't have a key, then you can't unlock the door so it definitely is not descriptive enough but it's seriously two minutes of watching that youtube video i was like oh okay it, it all clicks now and now it's just a giant puzzle game where you have to use the right seed at the right time so i don't know if they're like like the red seed is you guys like, like explodes it explodes yeah. into like a big yeah. thing but you can set it off right which is really nice the like the uh blue seed you can use as like a jumping it works as a trampoline and you can jump higher well if you uh, want to be the the co-host of this and i'll just bounce like, <laughs> just, like, like, <laughs> i love this i love that like i assumed that we were all just going to be like yeah what the fuck do you do in this game and like <laughs> you showed up and you're like watched i did my homework and I did then literally I a second of research <laughs> and then i fucking and, like, loved it <laughs> that's incredible. yeah this was this hand, well, this was hands down my favorite of the three, by far. Oh, cool. Um, and also, okay, so did anybody get to any other platform besides the main platform? Absolutely not. It? No, did you? <laughs> zero zero. <laughs> so in the first place, when you plant stuff, they grow at a certain speed. Different right, hubs that. that you go to, the when you go through the portal to get to the planting world, the seeds grow faster, or you can't dig. Or when you dig, you actually destroy four, blo four blocks at once instead of just the one. So oh, cool. the different portals, the different platforms send you a to, a, to that planting world and have different levels of – the interaction the, with the world is different uh, to make it more complex or, uh, you know, or it speeds it up, which can be good or, or bad depending on uh, how you think about it. Uh, so, so it adds some complexity put, to it. What I'm going to do is put a big old spoiler tag on it. And like at the beginning of the, the of you being like, actually, and then it'll say like, okay, skip through to this part right here where we'll say, Eric and I aren't qualified to speak on this game because we're <laughs> idiots. And we like, Eric stopped even before I did, where I was like, yeah, it seemed cool, but I didn't get it. Eric's like, fuck this fucking game. I fucking hate it. And Waleed did the homework, uh, so, uh, Walid, are you a pass or play on this? I'm a play on this to the point where I might continue to play after, at, at, even after this recording. Hell Fantastic. Yeah. Eric yeah. and me do not get to have an opinion on this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's official. All right, I guess that's fair. That's yeah. You know, like the game you are describing, Walid, like sounds great. Yeah, when I when my recommendation is play, I'm talking to the two of you. Play the game. <laughs> <laughs> audience, like whatever audience out there, you know, here. But like, we should play it. You should play. It. You, you two it should play this game. Yeah, we um, cool. Let's move on to the final game, uh, the one that uh, uh, will start an argument between me and Eric, almost certainly. Oh, I'm Tuk excited. And Sasig walk the plank. By Tuki Paluki and Armor Game Studio, a 2D adventure puzzle point and click comedy. Description, along with a few friends, Chuck and Sausage get creative while role-playing as pirates. When you need to hunt for fabled treasure, you just need some weird pals to join your quest. Join a ghostly chicken and wobbly spaghetti cat as they seek fabled treasures, solve puzzles, wear dashing hats, and who knows, 
what else? Folks, it's a point-and-click game. It's a pirate <laughs> game. It is not uh, Nelly's... Uh, what was her Nelly name? Kudalot Spookbeaks Ahoy. Yeah, no, it's... it's uh... It's not that. No, you're right. It, it's not that. It's like a 2D-ish anime, or like, yeah, 2D-ish animation where you're walking around and yeah. pointing and clicking mm-hmm. and there's little puzzles. Pajama Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Very Pajama Sammy. Very Pajama Sammy. It, and this does feel like a kid's game. It, it feels like a kid's um, game. Yes. But, but the language they were using did not feel No. It didn't, feel, it didn't feel it wasn't like dirty it, or anything it's it like just a weird was... animal and also like what would a kid a kid would know about dungeons and dragons no you know you know what i mean they wouldn't get that like these guys are, like why are these guys playing dungeons and dragons it's like if i'm 10 i'd be like why do they keep on cutting back to this weird scene that i don't ever get to them cutting back is not useful no <laughs> i loved it it's I just for so, jokes i had so it's, much fun with it's it. all for jokes i know but the, like with the goblins on the island uh-huh. and, you know they're all <laughs> messing around so i think the first question i have for you both were you charmed by this game and if not the if the answer is no it's is it it's at all question mark uh we'll leave let's start with you were you charmed by this game uh yeah uh, i was yeah. charmed by the game in particular the art it was very charming to me. Yeah, I think it was really, was really, really good art. Uh, the animation of mm-hmm. like just the movement of the characters, I thought was like really, really good. Um, that was my my first impression. My impression changed throughout playing the game, though. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I I think I I it wasn't my thing, but Alex, I'm I'm sorry that I'm not like, I didn't hate it. <laughs> oh, I'm actually I'm so glad. I'm so <laughs> I didn't. Glad. I wasn't like infuriated by it i Uh so i actually did this was the one that i did watch a play like a playthrough of Mm. for a while because up top i couldn't really get the first puzzle i didn't i didn't know where that panel was on the fountain and i think that like what was really funny is i watched a playthrough of it and i was like how is this person so good at like knowing what they're supposed to be looking for and like i just i never really played these types of games growing up so i think my language for this this type of thing is just is like underdeveloped right where i'm like Mm. you know somebody will be like you know and they're like you know like oh this thing is hard to get out and then like this person playing it was like oh okay well i gotta go get that parrot that parrot will come and it'll get this thing out you know and it's just like no like i it it would it took me i i spent like probably 15 minutes inside of the cow shop trying to click on different things in order to i mean the space did you get to the point where the space bar was like key? I was I was using the space bar all the time. Yeah, like just getting hints just to go through it because like that you know the the thing that I I felt about it was that I was able to solve some of the puzzles by myself because what this game did well that I feel like some point and clicks don't is it didn't really have a lot of stuff for you to pick up where you wouldn't like be using it like right away. Mm, right. So it's like there's only like a couple things you can do when it's time for you to do something. And yeah. so if you get like the bird, then the bird, it's like, all right, well, all I got is the bird. I might as well try this on the rum thing, Yeah, you know? And then, Oh, I got the rum thing that might fix the thing before I thought I was looking for a blanket or something to cover an umbrella to cover the torch. That's what I was but, thinking too. I was looking yeah, for an yeah. umbrella. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I guess the rum might work. And uh-huh. so it's like, I'll do that. And it's like, yeah, it worked. And so it's like, it just presents like right in front of you, like what the thing the thing that you have is the thing you're supposed to use it's not yes. like you're you need to like 
think very deeply or hard about what the thing is, you know? Um, so that was nice. That made things move kind of breezy and fun. And along with the, the, the tone and the animation, it just, I was having a silly good time. And the writing was not, it wasn't great, but I liked it. I was having a fun time with it. It was a little cheeky and silly. And like the characters would have like funny back and forths and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, it didn't annoy me, which uh, was very nice. I agree, but I think it needed what I think almost every game needs, which is a, let me just skip this whole conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I totally, do like totally. one button to skip a whole conversation where I don't have to go through every single individual line? Because also there are times where I accidentally click a question that I've already asked. Oh, yeah. And now I have to click like, through okay. the entire conversation. Again. It's like, let me just skip all the talking and get out of there. I yeah, I also agree that the cutting back to the D and D like also like there was a little bit of load time every time it cut back to the D and D game, mm-hmm. and it was like this is unnecessary. <laughs> like I don't need this. Like I don't need to. You know, like let me try and figure out how to get you know into this this place with the the goddess water or whatever. Like I just the that yeah those interjections that um, meta element. I, I think detracted from the game for me more than it it added to the game. And then it was you that... see my my screeching fast gaming PC comes through in the clutch uh, so yeah, <laughs> once again. No I didn't have to any no load time, just no loading at all. Me. No, no, it's just cut from spaghetti cat to the table. Oh my god, cat just wow. rocket baby. Because it fucking it loaded cruising. every time you went to the map and went to an island. You, yeah, I was sucks. waiting for loads. That sucks. Yeah. The the bit the other flaw to me that that putt putt and pajama sam do do well do you guys know what i'm talking about when i say putt putt i i I know you i know what you're talking about okay putt putt is a little purple car yeah yeah right that goes to the moon or travels through time it's a bunch of games from the late 90s early 2000s computer games that were point and clicks but the thing that those two games had that this was missing was mini games mini games Mm, are so fun just like every once in a while let me just like throw a dart at something or every once in a while because because the thing is the first thing you do is that panel right the very first thing in this game is the panel and punching in a code i was like oh maybe that's the most basic version is you're just finding a code and then we'll graduate to more fun mini games and it's like no did, not did you finish the game i did not finish the game i, I, I think i probably either. got halfway through that's the way i feel about it too i um i'm at like the mermaid part where i'm like doing some I mermaid ju- shit I put up two of the posters, and the one guy's not letting me put up the third, and that's yeah, kind of exactly this freaking guy. What's going yeah. on? It's kind of so, and I got I got to figure out how to get to um, I got to figure out how to like calm down this uh, angry bird right now. You know? Oh, the angry! I have not gotten to the angry birds part. See, now if there were an angry birds mini game <laughs> in the middle of this game, I'd be on board. Yeah, I I don't know. I, to me, this like. It's too cheeky for Eric. Eric doesn't like cheeky things. <laughs> well, I wasn't. It, it, you know, we've played some games that are like very cheeky and intolerable, and this was like this right. was like no, cheeky was, and like yeah. fine, right? And you and yeah. you get the sense that it's kind of like totally the, that like the audience is like a little bit younger, right? And so I, mm-hmm. I can't be like, you know, why didn't they like say fuck a bunch and like why wasn't there like <laughs> murder? You know, <laughs> spaghetti like, cat should have sex. Yeah, dude, what if, <laughs> What if like there was just blood all over the place, you know? And uh, you got to name Hobble Gobble for gobble up all those cocks. Excuse me. 
What the uh, that's a little too far. Fuck? Excuse, excuse, excuse <laughs> me, I took it a little too far. I'd like to apologize. <laughs> took a little too far to our audience. I, <laughs> I mean, I like that there's like a ghost chicken who's your best friend. Like, I, yeah, I, it's it's it is kind of funny to me that it's like called Chuk and Sausage, right? Because like those are the main characters, but I don't necessarily get the sense that they're the main character. Like, I don't. It's it is an ensemble piece about a cow. A fox. Is this part of a series? I wonder. Like Chuk and Sausage, they walk the plank this time. Next time, Chuk and <laughs> <Yeah>. Sausage. <laughs> Don't know. They kept on making jokes about dragons, and I wonder. I was like, is that like a, a something from before that I was missing? I think in the future, in I did quickly skim through a little bit of a walkthrough, and I think a dragon does pop up later in the game. That's cool. I um, I will say that the map looks awesome. Like I do like the aesthetic of that map with the the boats and the islands there. I was like, I agree. There's there are some cool aesthetic choices in this. Like all of the levels, when you got to different levels, like there's some good, like very well done attention to detail designs of these places. Mm-hmm. And that, and I think that like there is that like what you want from like a thing like this is every time you go to a different place to have this like cool feeling like this like oh this like inspired this desire to to explore inside of it and i think that this game does do that well i agree and i was to the point where i was probably five or ten minutes into this game and i was like this art is incredible, and I mm. can tell because as somebody who's an artist myself, it's like I know that this took a lot of work mm-hmm. to draw this, all these assets. Mm-hmm. I wish the game was more fun. Yeah. It's truly what I thought. I was like, I can't believe how much time they put into this without putting more time into the mechanics of the game. I guess they probably created what they wanted to, uh, but I just wish there was more fun to the game. Yeah, yeah. Should we do final uh, thoughts? Final thoughts, yeah. I'll start. I'm I'm a play on this one. It's a silly little time. <laughs> it, you know, play it with your kid at the computer. Uh, please, I apologize for my disgusting perversion <laughs> earlier. Completely out of... Are you shame spiraling? Um, you don't need to shame spiraling. No, you I'm not shame spiraling. I'm shame stopping because the shame <laughs> stops here. I'm going to stop being ashamed of what I said, even though it was disgusting. Uh one other thing I want to say, the music is like really weird and kind of like there's this reggae song that you'll hear whenever you go to an island all the time and it's like kind of generic reggae, like mm-hmm. bum bum bum. I was I didn't like it by the end. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I'm a play on this. It's it's silly and I I think I'm about halfway done. I'm gonna try to finish it. Um, Willie, what do you think? Uh, I think I'm gonna say go play putt putt or pajama Sam. Uh, I, I'm a pass on this. I think the art's great. But uh, I just wish it was. I, w- I wish there was more to do. I wish there was more like active fun to be had. Uh, so I'm gonna say pass for sure. Yeah, I think I'm also pass on this one. I, the point and click uh, game genre is not. Uh, is not my favorite genre. The like you know, the like go. Oh, I need to get these. You know, like this thing. Oh well, in order to get this thing, can you do this thing? Okay, now I gotta go do. Like I, it's. It, it doesn't it doesn't like get me and i think that there's people that are like this is a type of game style that they like or that you know they played growing up and i just didn't have that um so i it's a pass but yeah the art is cool 
Um, I actually kind of dug that generic reggae song. I got like into it, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, "Mm, sparked a J and just sort of chilled. (laughs) Well, I couldn't. Maybe that's why I couldn't find that fucking panel. Uh, Yeah. Going from fucking Flux vibing on that to vibing on some reggae in this game, (laughs) you know, it's just a vibey kind of week. Yeah, I think that there's like the like going to the D&D thing is a little unnecessary for me, but that's, you know, that's that's. That's my thing. I think I, I they did design a good point and click, you know, kind of uh, younger audience game. So so kudos kudos for that. But it's it's just not quite my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, so that's uh, that's it. That's the podcast. Waleed, thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you for having um, me. We wanted to turn it over to you. Is there anything that you want to plug or any projects coming up? Where can folks find you online? What's going on? Uh, yeah, feel free to follow me, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Waleed Mansoor. Uh, been putting a lot of videos up on Twitter. That's been fun very lately. Fun, very funny videos. Uh, and then also I do... I do character design. So if you got an animated pilot that you'd like me to draw some character design for, you can reach out to me at Willie draws things on Instagram. Yeah. I've been doing a number of those. Got a couple of them have been taking some early steps in development. So that has been pretty fun. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Oh, baby, that was great. Oh, Alex, I think that we're getting really good at this. I wholeheartedly agree. Our (laughs) guest next week is Grayson Davis. He's the third part of Adventure Tuesdays with past guests Ben Vigiant and Sarah Shockey. He's a great guy and a fellow Nintendork, which we'll talk about a little bit. Yeah, yeah, big big Nintendo head. Big Nintendo episode coming up, everybody. Big Nintendo energy. Get ready. (laughs) He's also one of those guys who it's, it's interesting when you talk to someone who uh, there's a game that you see all the time, but you never met anyone who plays it, and he is that with a specific game. So you'll you'll see. Maybe uh, maybe I'm a psycho for saying that, but uh, you'll have to decide yourself. That's ooh. the games we're playing are Falling Skies from Thomas O Nine Games, an action shooter 2D arcade bullet hell pixel pixel art retro shoot 'em up uh, in space. It's a Unity game, and ooh. Hollowhead and Hatch from Rubeki, uh, two. Similar but different games that are we'll talk about a little bit with them, but they're both built in Unity and they both are exploration games. And they're yeah. by the same guy. So we kind of get the the uh the breadth of Rubeki's catalog. Yeah. Well it was totally random too. Uh and and we just sort of decided to keep it and sort of see what happened. And uh uh yeah, it's a it it ends up being a really fun episode. I mean, yeah. I I know we we said that this episode was a really fun episode, and I think that like this episode was a really fun episode, but next week's episode is also, I mean, it's fun. What's interesting is that I think fun, there's a lot of different applications of fun and things can be fun in different ways. And that's definitely what we're exploring with this podcast in general and with these two episodes, uh, especially. Yeah. And that's, that's a really great point, Alex. I, I think that you made a really good point there. Well, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review there, please. And uh, track us out on the web at bundle underscore buddies on Twitter. Folks, uh, if you're liking the podcast, drop us a line. Shoot us a note. Um, I found out that someone who the the, the guy who built uh, the cabinets for uh, Switch and Shoot 
was mm-hmm. listening to our podcast because of an appearance I did on the Improv is Dead podcast. Oh, really? And then was, and then was like, randomly, like, oh, shit, they're talking about my cabinet in this episode. <laughs> he didn't even realize that that would come up. He was just listening to it. He didn't look at the description or anything. And then we talked about Switch and Shoot, and he was like, oh, my God. He messaged me on Discord. It was great. That's rad. That's incredible. So uh, if you're out there, uh, hit us up. We'd love yeah. to hear from fans and, yeah. and friends and even not fans, enemies. Yeah, family even. If any of my family is listening, let me know. Oh, man. If any of my family is listening, I first of all, thank you so much for the support. Second of all, I'm <laughs> curious what you think of this pro- project. We've been doing it for a while, and I haven't heard from you about it, so let me know. Bundle <laughs> oh. Buddies is produced by Alex Honnett and Eric Ross. No! <laughs> I love you, Eric. <laughs> I love you too, Alex. Can I do it now? Now you can. Bundle Buddies is produced by Alex Honnett and Eric Roth. Our theme song is Neo Shiki by Roll Music. Email bundlebuddiespodcast at gmail.com to say hi. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah, Grandma. Booyah, 